Good morning, everybody. How's it going? So we are back in the truck studio this morning. You know, I'm going to have to start uh, putting up some more videos of living out in the country. I mean, it's like something new every day. But anyways, yeah, I'll, I probably won't shoot that to Facebook. Probably just put that on YouTube. But um, anyways, we're going to pick back up here and the in this large book that i'm using so i'm still switching between the two books um and we are in chapter 14 and if you are following along in your own book it's page 113 but uh, we're gonna go ahead and start here picking up where christian now has been able to escape from prison he's been able to uh get out of the situation that faithful had been put into where faithful had been his faith, as the evangelist had prophesied, would would be tried at death, uh, and a faithful stayed true, and was carried up to heaven with the sound of a trumpet. Amen. And uh, just a great reminder that this is the way some pilgrims go to that celestial city, and it still happens to this day. So it says, Now I saw in my dream that Christian went not forth alone, for there was one whose name was Hopeful, being so made by the beholding of Christian and faithful in their words and behavior and their suffering at the fair, who joined himself unto him, and entering into brotherly covenant, told him that he would be his companion. It's interesting, uh, this, this man, Hopeful, was one of the people that had seen the actions of Christian faithful there at Vanity Fair. So this wasn't uh, just someone who was just anybody. This was, I think, of of Paul who watched uh, Stephen get stoned. And that work began in his heart because he saw the way that Stephen responded. Thus one died to bear testimony to the truth, and another rises out of his ashes to be a companion with Christian in his pilgrimage. We have a note here from the author. He says, I have often recorded it with thankfulness that though in the dreary day of my pilgrimage the Lord hath taken away a dear and faithful Christian, yet he has almost always raised up another. This is a very great blessing for which Christians can never be thankful enough. Amen. You know, I I wanted to the the books that I that I read through yesterday didn't have the it has all the scripture references and even more than this one has, but it didn't have some of the the author's notes. I wanted to read one from yesterday when uh, when they found faithful guilty. It said, "Oh, a blessed verdict." This is the verdict that faithful had been guilty of hating. Satan and his kingdom and all of his minions. He says, this is a blessed verdict, well worthy of every pilgrim to obtain. Reader, do you profess to be one? See then that you study to act so as to gain such a verdict from such a jury. And then be sure that Christ will soon pronounce upon thee this eulogy. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. That's Matthew 25 and verse 21. But yeah, that that uh, that verdict that was placed on faithful of <laughs> of all the things that he he hated this world and he hated 
the things of this world, and it's something that may that we need to be reminded of. But in all of that, that testimony that he had has, has now brought in this new believer. He has been lost, and now this new believer is brought into the picture. His name is, he's been given the name Hopeful. And Hopeful tells Christian that there were many more of the men in the fair that would take their time and follow after. So I saw that quickly after that they were got out of the fair, they overtook one that was going before them, whose name was Byens. So they said to him, What countrymen, sir? And how go you this far? He told them that he came from the town of Fair Speech, and that he was going to the celestial city, but told them not his name. From Fair Speech, said Christian, is there any good that lives there? So this is, uh, we find this in Proverbs 26 and verse 25. Uh, this is the, the, the strange woman who uses much Fair Speech. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and find that here. Proverbs 26 and verse 25. I believe that's what it is. 26, 25. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. This is the words of a talebearer, are his wounds. Okay, so this is no, this is not referring to the wicked woman. It's referring just to the to the liar. He dis he hateth. He that hateth disassembleth with his lips, and layeth a deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart, whose hatred is covered by deceit. His wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Ooh, ouch. So this is this is the place that this man comes from. He says. Fair, uh, he's like, yeah, so you're from fair speech. Is there any good that lives there? And yes, said Byens, I hope. Pray, sir, what may I call you, said Christian. Byens says, I'm a stranger to you and you to me. If you be going this way, I should be glad of your company. If not, I must be content. This town of fair speech, said Christian, I have heard of it. And as I remember, they say it is a wealthy place. Yes. I will assure you that it is, and I have very many, have very many rich kindred there. Pray, how, who are your kindred, and if a man may be so bold? Byan says, almost the whole town, and in, and in particular my Lord Turnabout, and Lord Time Server, and Lord Fairspeech, from whose ancestors the town first took its name. Also Mr. Smoothman, and Mr. Facing Both Ways, and Mr. Anything, and the parson of our parish, Mr. Two Tongues was my mother's own brother by my father by father's side. And to tell you the truth, I'm become a gentleman of good quality. Yet my great grandfather was but a waterman, looking one way and rowing another. And I got most of my estate by the same occupation. <laughs> hmm. We have a liar in the way. Christian says, Are you are you a married man? By ends, by ends said, yes, and my wife is a very virtuous woman, the daughter of a very virtuous woman. She was my lady Fainings daughter, Fain Faith, Fainings daughter. Therefore, she came of a very honorable family and has arrived at such a pitch of breeding that she knows how to carry it all, even to prince and peasant. It is true we somewhat differ in religion from those of the stricter sort. 
yet but in two small points. First, we never stride against wind and tide. Secondly, we are always most zealous when religion goes in his silver slippers. We love to walk with him in the street, even if, if the sun shines and the people applaud him. Wow, this is, a, this is an admonition against the people who claim to be in the way. And these are the modern modern day religious people. He says, we have a note from here from the author. He says, is not this too much the case with professors of this day? The spirit of truth says, all who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 2 Timothy 3.12. But how many act as if they have found the art of making the spirit of truth a liar? For they can so trim and shape their conduct as they vainly think to follow Christ and yet to keep in them and to keep in with the world, which is at enmity against him. This is a most fate, fatal and soul-deceiving error. Wow. How true this is. You know, we have this conversation often where the spirit of truth, which is the, the scriptures, says very plainly, all who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And I love how he puts it. The, how many act as if they have found the art of making this truth a lie? No, the truth isn't a liar. The fact is we are liars if we think that this is the case, that we can live godly in Christ Jesus and avoid persecution. And this is the case of Mr. By-Ends. Then Christian stepped a little aside to his fellow hopeful, saying, It runs in my mind that this is one By-Ends of fair speech. And if it be he, we have as very a knave in our company as dwelleth in all these parts. Then said hopeful, Ask him. Methinks he should not be ashamed of his name. So Christian came up with him again and said, Sir, you talk as if you knew something more than all the world doth. And if I take not my mark amiss, I deem I have half a guess of you. Is your is not your name Mr. By-Ends of Fair Speech? That's not my name. But it indeed, it indeed it is a nickname that is given me by some that cannot abide me. And I must be content to bear it as a reproach and as other good men have borne theirs before me. But did you never give an occasion to men to call you by this name? Oh, never, never, said Byans. The worst that ever I did to give them an occasion to give me this name was that it always had the luck to jump in my judgment with the present way of the times, whatever it was and whatever, and my chance was to get thereby. But if things are thus cast upon me, let me count them a blessing, but let not the malicious load therefore but let not the malicious load me, therefore, with reproach. Some heavy words there, but I hope you're catching the drift here. Christian says, I thought indeed that you were the man that I heard of. And to tell you what I think, I fear this name belongs to you more properly than you are willing. We should think it death. By ends. Well, if you will thus imagine, I cannot help it. You shall find me a fair company keeper if you will still admit me your associate. If you will go with us, you must go against wind and tide, said Christian, the which I perceive is against your opinion. 
You must also own religion in his rags as well when he is in his silver slippers and stand by him too when he is bound in irons as well as when he walketh the street with applause. Bayans replies and says, you must not impose nor lord it over my faith. Leave me to my liberty and let me go with you. Christian says, not a step farther unless ye will do in what I propound as we. Wow, we have some strong words here from Christian. Then said Bayans, I shall never desert my old principles since they are harmless and profitable. If I may not go with you, I must do as I did before you overtook me, even go by myself until some overtake me that I will be glad, that will be glad of my company. We have a note here from the author. He says, mind how warily these pilgrims acted to this deceitful professor. They did not rashly take up an ill opinion against him, but when they had full proof of what he was, they did not hesitate one moment, but dealt faithfully with him and conscientiously withdrew from him. Love should always move slowly in report, but deal ever faithfully when it is made plain that men are not what they profess to be. Mm. Wow. And and one thing that you know we have to acknowledge that what, what do we have to lose? What do we have to lose by just being uh, completely authentic with someone, completely honest with someone uh, who, who who doesn't who who isn't living and truly believing what they say they they believe? You know, this man named By ends, and I, I'm struggling to to find the uh, specifically by ends um, source of his name. So all the other people that I, I see here, I, I see pretty clearly what they mean. But by ends, I'm assuming is a reference to some scripture that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um but we definitely know of his character. If, if someone wants to comment the source of Mr. By-ends name outside of... The, the, I'm talking about the specific words, By-ends. Um, feel free to comment that because I, I can't figure that out. Uh, at least not, not immediately. Is, is there a verse that says By-ends in it? Um, anyways, this... This type of person is common in the pilgrimage that uh, believers are a part of. Uh, the fact that uh, this man is always found in the way, and he's found uh, many times after this persecution comes into the life of a believer. And then there's this person who's like, hey, how's it going? And they're all kind and everything. But they're only there for the good times. They're only there when things are going great. The moment things get rough and the moment that, that persecution comes, it's promised, they, they step out of it. They love the, the wealthy um, silver shoes that um, can, can happen as, as uh, in the life of a Christian, but they never want to be a part of uh, the journey when it goes the other way. 
And and this is the sign of someone who is not a true believer. He is a liar. And they serve their time. They they uh they they look the part for a good portion of the time, but they're known for ha- for the smooth talk, for facing both ways, for acting one way around you. But when the p- person comes along that would persecute them for how they believe, they act a completely different way, so as to avoid uh, confrontation with the world. We have to be careful, uh, not just to uh, to find these people in the journey, but also that we would have that same attitude that Christian had with this man. And as soon as he found out who he was, he was very kind with them, very, very careful, because that's what a loving heart does. But as soon as he found out this man was not who he said he was, he spoke to him very clearly, very authentically, and just said, we cannot move forward together. And, uh, you know, and of course, uh, this man says, oh, it's fine. I'll find somebody else. And so be it. So be it. May it be that way in our lives. That we don't, we need people next to us who will, Go through when the go against the wind and tide of this world, and and be a part of the journey even when things are great and when th- things get rough, uh, because that's that's really what we need in our that's what we need as we go go in this journey, and uh, unfortunately, many people aren't there. They they just want to be there for the good times. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. I'm glad I. I was debating against this just because of all the different things I have going on this morning, but I've, I've enjoyed this time. So thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.